section two of biographical memoir of john wesley powell eighteen thirty four to nineteen o two by william morris davis this librivox recording is in the public domain service in the civil war powell's studies and travels were interrupted by the outbreak of the civil war a visit to the south on a lecturing tour in eighteen sixty where he closely studied the sentiment of the people regarding slavery, had persuaded him that nothing short of war could settle the matter. When war came, he promptly enlisted as a private in the 20th Illinois Infantry on May 8, 1861, quote, with the avowed purpose of doing his part in the extinction of slavery in this country, and from the first day after the call was made for troops, he felt thoroughly convinced that American slavery was doomed. Unquote. He went to the front as sergeant major, but was soon commissioned second lieutenant. His knowledge of engineering led him into such work as building roads and bridges and planning camps and entrenchments. In the winter of 1861-1862, he recruited a company of artillery of which he was commissioned captain. A brief leave of absence in March 1862 allowed him a hurried visit to Detroit, where with only two hours' delay he married his cousin, Miss Emma Dean, to whom he had been long engaged. She returned with him at once to the field and cared for him not long afterward when he was wounded in the Battle of Shiloh on April 6, 1862. At the moment when he gave a signal to fire by raising his right arm, a rifle ball struck his wrist and glanced toward the elbow. The hasty care at first given to the wound was followed by an operation which left him with a mere stump below the elbow, from which he suffered pain for many years. He was incapacitated at the time for several months, but he later had nearly three more years of active service, during which he was frequently in close relations with General Grant and was commissioned as major of artillery. When finally detailed to act as chief of artillery, he had sixteen batteries under his command. Among the busiest days of his life were the thirty or more prior to the fall of Vicksburg in March 1864, in part because in addition to his military duties, he collected fossils from the trenches. He was honorably discharged January 14, 1865, and refusing higher rank than offered, was known as the Major thereafter. The wound in his arm gave him much pain at various later periods and weakened an exceptionally strong constitution. Not until a few years before his death was he fully relieved by a successful operation on the terminating nerves. Some years after the war, he met a Confederate officer, Colonel C.E. Hooker, who had lost his left arm at Shiloh. The two officers became friends, and when either one in later years bought a pair of gloves, he sent the unused glove to his former enemy. There can be little question that a school teacher of scientific bent, a lone rambler over prairies, a solitary voyager on long rivers, doing his own work as boatman and collector of natural history specimens, learned much from the responsibilities placed upon him during four years of soldier's life in the way of reaching prompt decision, giving authoritative command, delegating work to others, 
and securing loyal obedience from his subordinates. It does not follow that the decisions reached were always the wisest possible, still they were the best available, and action had to be taken on them without hesitating deliberation. But Powell hated war, in spite of his willing service while war lasted. Fighting to him was an uncivilized method of dealing with the problems of civilization. He must, as an officer, have developed many qualities that stood him in good stead as an organizer and administrator in later years. Yet it may be well asked whether his faithful perseverance under adverse conditions during nine previous years of study and teaching in a time of peace were not equally decisive in developing his capacity to carry through whatever he undertook. End of section two.